Are you tired of using low-quality bags to pick up after your dog? Do you get dog poop all over your hand when cleaning up their mess? What you need is a mutt mitt, a strong two-ply bag that makes it super-duper easy and hygienic to pick up your dog's waste. Check it out on muttmittsisland.ie. Mutt mitts, better than a bag. Proud sponsor of the Big Bark Podcast. It's the Big Bark with the latest of the canines. The Big Bark, all the doggiest headlines. With your hosts, Dara, Millie, Roxy and Bruno. They're the kind of dogs that you know. It's time to talk about health. Nutrition, training, talk with canine professionals, owners, and dogs. It's the big bark, the big bark, all the canine stories for you. Hello, Andy. Happy Halloween. Welcome to a very spooky edition of the Big Bark Podcast. I'm your host, Dara the Devil Burke, and today I'm joined by my tree. Hellish Hounds. Bruno, a.k.a. Bat Dog. We have Millie, the Irish Mummy. And we have little Roxy Riding Hood. So, they're all floating around out and about there in the field enjoying themselves. Let them there because I can record this in peace without having to perform some sort of an exorcism because I really feel with Roxy that I'm really going that way I actually have a ball of holy water on the side here just in case that she comes in and like starts doing all these things and be like what's it what's it to say the power of Christ or something or some of that and like be gone devil and all that I don't know I never really watched any of the exorcist stuff so you know was never really big into scary movies myself uh, anyway so we have lots to come on today's show including some very spooky stories and some of those are actually about black dogs and there's one that is actually they're all about black dogs to be honest black uh because black dogs apparently have this like i know there's something about being legends and all like there's legends of black dogs going back through generations but we're gonna hear a few of those later on so what else have we got? We have our Big Back Spooky Show House. So if you roll into us on Instagram to say hello to anyone, uh, it could be your own dog, or if you want to say hello to someone else's dog, or a doggy business that you love using, and we're going to be giving a shout out to those a bit later on. We also have Dr. Ashley Bugler from Treehy Veterinary Clinic, Limerick and Shannon, joining us on the Health Hub to give you all the top Halloween safety and health tips. And also, we'll be doing a little giveaway for a Talk Your Voucher a bit later on. So throughout the show today, we'll be playing these randomly playing four Halloween-themed, very scary, and one of those terrifying, absolutely terrifying sounds uh, so just be warned, very terrifying sounds coming up later on. Now, what you have to do with this is you have to tell us on our Instagram story later today what are the five sounds, sorry, four sounds that we play. So head on over to our Instagram story after listening to this podcast and you have until Tuesday the 31st to enter that. So you have until Tuesday the 21st to enter. So, while out of the way, let's start off on the show. And let's start off with a scary story, first of all. And this one is called 
spirit in the house. So this comes in from an anonymous user. And she says, our black lab was laying on the floor next to us sleeping. And out of nowhere, she jumps up out of her sleep and runs to the dining room and starts barking at the corner of the walls like crazy. So my mom, who's very religious, said there's a spirit in our house. There's a ghost in our house and starts screaming. And she went to the kitchen to get some holy water so she could pray. So, she started tossing the holy water. <laughs> this is this sound a bit bizarre, to be honest. Uh, she started tossing the holy water on the wall. Lads, just so you know, that will cause dampness now. That's going to cause dampness. I've had moisture on my walls. And if your walls aren't, like, insulated and all that, you're going to get a bit of damp there. So, just make sure to wipe it off later on. But anyway, my mom started pouring the holy water on the wall. And the second she started to pray, we all heard something run down the stairs. It was so real that we all looked up and shout at each other. And I shouted out, there's someone in our house. But yet there was not. That's the end of the story, really. Um, the dog was right. It seems like there was someone in the house. But apparently there wasn't. So to this day, the story still gives me chills. Well, no wonder it gives you chills. Because it sounds like to me that you had someone in the house. And they climbed out through the feckin' window or something, to be honest. So... More stories like that are coming later on. Um, that didn't exactly scare me. Uh, there's one I was reading actually earlier on, and I'm I'm not going to mention it, because the dog dies. So there is going to be no story ever read out on this show where the dog dies. Not a hope. No way. Not a hope. I don't think so, anyway. No. No, that, that would really freak people out. Uh, we'll see. We'll see if we get desperate. If some of these other stories aren't as good, we might. And I think I'll be crying for that one a bit. Okay, so... Lots more scary stories to come in on the way later on. So for now, what we're going to do is we're going to head over to our health hub where we're chatting with Dr. Ashley Bugger from Tree he Vets who's giving you all the health and safety tips for your doggies at Halloween. Do you have a pet in need of a vet or do you need some health advice for your four-legged friend? Whether it's for a regular checkup, <laughs> microchipping, vaccinations or critical urgent care you can rest assured knowing that your pet is in loving hands at treaty veterinary clinic limerick and shannon providing care for your pet since 1986 at treaty vets your pet is our priority call our 24-hour number 061-328-511 or make an appointment through our website www.treatyveterinaryclinic.com or find us on facebook or instagram treaty veterinary clinic Proud sponsors of the Health Hub on the Big Bark. And as we continue our spooky Halloween special, I suppose you have to remember all the things that there are for dogs to get up to, like what the foods and all that they can get their paws on and all the dangers that there are to them around Halloween. We decided once again to bring back Ashley, Dr. Ashley Burgler from Tree Vets in Limerick on the Health Hub this week. Uh, Ashley. Great to have you back on the show. Hey Dara, how are you? Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween is right. And <laughs> it's a it's a disturbing time of the year for a lot of dogs with fireworks and everything going off and bangers and you name it and all the dangerous foods that there are. And I suppose from now until like Christmas, which is our next only a few weeks away now, really. 
Uh, you have a lot of like chocolates and everything in the house, puns, all that kind of stuff. So, but like, especially on Halloween, you have all the sweets and treats and everything. And like, you have so many dangers that there are to dogs. So I'm going to let you uh, take over and talk about Halloween and how to take care of your dog in the Halloween season. Sure, sure. So, yeah, I mean, I hope we're all, I know Halloween is a great time. I hope we're all looking forward to long weekend and eating lots of sweets and loads of good movies and everything. But unfortunately, for a lot of our lovely dogs, they really don't enjoy this time of year. And we're actually getting more and more questions every year. And because I suppose the fireworks, they're extending longer and longer every year. So it's becoming more of a problem for our dogs, really. Um, it's, it's no doubt a very difficult time for our pets. Um, you know, the loud fireworks, the bangers, as you said, are extremely frightening, as well as Halloween decorations and more and more people calling to the door in strange outfits and making strange noises, all as part of their costume. And then, as you said, we have the danger of all the extra sweets and goodies lying around that cause sickness to our dogs. So I suppose to start off, um, maybe it's something to think about for next year, but it, you, can, you can start at any time. You know, with young dogs, especially if it's, you know, their first or second Halloween, it's really important to prevent anxiety and fear because if they develop a fear of fireworks and things like that, it can be very difficult to conquer this in later years. And I suppose like all things, you know, prevention is better than cure. So one of the best things we can do is desensitize our dogs ahead of time. This means exposing them to Halloween decorations, costumes and loud noises, etc. you know, in a gradual and controlled manner in the months leading up to October. Um, it's important to reward your dog in a positive way while playing the noises or showing them the decorations. So then they associate those loud noises and scary de- decorations kind of with happy feelings. You know, so for example, you want to give them lots of praise and give them their favorite treats while playing firework sounds, you know, on YouTube in the background. The idea is that they will now associate fireworks with treats and happiness and then not develop anxiety towards these things. Well, you can even start doing this in the few days leading up to Halloween now that it's upon us. And you can start playing firework noises just kind of on low in the background on YouTube in a controlled manner. And then rewarding your dog when those noises are on with loads of treats and praise and make it a really positive experience for them. And even like having making playing doorbell ringing noises on on YouTube and getting them used to like knocking sounds, people knocking on the door. That makes it that drives a lot of dogs crazy when they're not used to it. And um, I suppose we, we're kind of we have less and less people knocking on our door these days. So it's 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 kind of the one time a year where loads of people are knocking on your door. So get them used to that noise and, and have them be quite comfortable with it. And then a really important point, just not to forget, is to make sure your dog is microchipped. And not alone that, that they're wearing a collar with their tag on it. So even if the, top, the tag just has your phone number on it, because if your dog does happen to jump over the fence or bolt out the front door late in the evening, and someone finds them if they have a if they if they only have a microchip, that has to be scanned by a vet or the dog warden or someone that has a microchip scanner. So that might not be until the next morning, or, or you know it could be Tuesday with the bank holiday and everything. Whereas if your dog has a tag with your phone number on it, and some lovely person finds your doggy and brings them into their house, you'll be reunited with your dog straight away. They'll be able to phone you straight away, and all will be resolved. So I suppose just be mindful of the escape routes in your house, keeping all the doors closed in the house. Be very mindful of people or children running in and out of the house. Something could easily spook your dog. Or even if the dog is just excited or curious to see what's going on, they could run out an open door, even if they usually wouldn't. And something could scare them or excite them even out on the street. 
So it might be best during the busiest times over the weekend and, you know, over Halloween to keep your dog in one room with that door closed and maybe a little do not disturb sign on the door. So visitors know not to go into that room. That's your, that's the doggy's room. Um, and then just little tips and tricks that I'm sure everyone knows, but exercise your dog in the morning and before dark in the evening. It can be really terrifying for your dog, you know, if, if a firework or a banger goes off nearby while they're walking. And it can be hard to come back from that, you know, hard to desensitize from something that traumatic happening to them. So if you have to walk your dog after sunset, keep it to a short walk and make sure your lead and your collar are secure. And we see in the vets even a lot of dogs, they're able to get out of harnesses pretty easily um, with, with the first sign of stress. So making sure your harness is secure and they won't be able to get away from you if they get spooked. So um, in the evenings, keeping the curtains closed, keeping your dog in one room, maybe the room that has the best soundproofing. So this might even be the bathroom under the stairs in many houses, the room in the, that you know that has no windows, that it's in the middle of the house that's the best soundproofing. And um, keeping the radio, obviously, and the TV on to drawn out external noise. And um, one good tip is that reggae music has been shown to help block out external noise and can be really soothing for, for noise-phobic dogs. So a bit of Bob Marley there in the evening might might help all our dogs feel a bit better. Um, and then I suppose it's good to kind of talk about how do we know if our dogs are anxious. So I suppose the main signs of anxiety are hiding, they have their ears down, they're kind of quieting themselves, their appetites decrease, they're not eating as much. But it can escalate from there. You know, we can also see things like destructive behaviour, chewing the cushions and those kind of things. And then medical things like excessive drooling, shaking and vomiting. And sometimes if the anxiety is severe enough, it can bring on or worsen, you know, medical conditions that are already there. So we can see diarrhea if they've already got kind of sensitive tummies, increases in coughing and dogs that have heart problems or even seizures and things like that. So, you know, it does. It, it's not just, a, you know, it's not just a helpful thing. It, it can be a medical thing. So um, and then I suppose if your pet is displaying signs of anxiety, there are loads of treatment options nowadays. And each dog will differ in their needs depending on the severity and type of anxiety they have. So if the anxiety is mild, which a lot of dogs will have around this time of year, you know, they're just fighting a little bit and they're a bit quiet, but they're still eating and they're taking treats. And, and when you're with them, they're relaxed. Then something natural would probably, you know, suffice. So there are sprays. Um, there. I don't, can I mention names of things? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, so um, there's one spray called Pet Remedy or another one called Adaptal. And these are really nice sprays. You know, the Pet Remedy basically just contains lots of different essential oils and they help to aid relaxation. And um, so those things, you can you can spray them on your curtains, on your cushions, on the dog beds. You can even put a bit on your fingers and rub it on your clothing or you can even rub a little bit on the dog's chest. A bit like um, Rescue Remedy for us when we're feeling a bit stressed. It's just a natural thing that just helps to help us all relax. Um, and then on from there, there are oral products, which are also kind of natural herbal products. And um, one such one we call Nutricam. Um, and these contain tryptophans and theanine. And these help to increase the serotonin and dopamine in the dog's mind. Again, helping them feel relaxed and less stressed. So sometimes a combination of those two can be really helpful in our dogs at mild, you know, or even up to moderate anxiety. However, if your dog is really suffering with moderate to severe anxiety, then it would be really advisable to speak to your vet because there are now we nowadays, which we didn't really have, you know, in recent years, we, they're only coming online really in recent years. We have medical anti-anxiety medications that are now available. So even if in the past maybe there was nothing there to help your dog, we definitely have stuff now. So um, these are hugely helpful, especially if you've tried all the natural remedies and nothing seems to be working. 
And um, these medications work really well in highly anxious dogs and help to keep them calm and relaxed. And like I've used these medicate the anti-anxiety medication in my own dog for separation anxiety, and I found it to be excellent. And um, it's such a relief when you see your dog calm down and they're not so worried. So it's a really helpful thing. And by using these medications, we can stop this cycle of anxiety that these dogs are going through over time and lower their anxiety to a point where they might not even need to take the medication anymore. It allows them to kind of stay calm during this stressful, scary period and realize that actually nothing bad is going to happen to them. When dogs are caught up in this big anxiety cycle, they're in panic mode and they feel under threat. And this just builds and builds and builds. And then nothing, it, like even the smallest thing can set them off. Whereas if we can break this cycle using medication and home support, such as the reggae music, we can bring them back down and make them see that it's all okay. And actually in years to come, you probably will see you'll be using less and less medication because their brain will be able to realize it's just a noise. It's not going to hurt me. Um, and then there's other things like those Thunder shirts. They seem to be really helpful in some dogs. They're like these compression type jackets and they kind of work similar to weighted duvets in people with anxiety. Those weighted duvets make you feel safe. And there's the same kind of concept with dogs. Um, and I often think we kind of need to employ a few or all of these methods to try and tackle the anxiety from multiple angles. So just if I see a dog with severe anxiety, I advise the calming sprays on the bedding and around the house, natural oral supplements every day, and then start them early on as well before the anxiety kicks in, keeping curtains closed, music on, lots of treats, lots of praise, and then adding in the anti-anxiety medication on the worst of the nights. And um, I suppose one little thing I want to touch on with costumes. So um, lots of people love dressing up their dogs in costumes and that can be, you know, it can be great crack and it's lovely to take photos and everything like that. And it's, But it's a bit of a contentious issue. So um, in my opinion, it's very dog dependent. Some dogs are used to wearing jumpers. They quite like wearing them. Um, but I suppose the vast majority of dogs don't really want to wear a costume. Um, and this time of year is stressful enough without adding to that stress by making them wear funny things with things sticking out of them and all that. So I don't think it's fair to add to that stress by making them wear something they're not used to. If your dog regularly wears a coat or a jumper and they're used to it, then they're not going to notice a Halloween themed version of that jumper or that coat. And, and, you know, it won't be too distressing for them. But just to be careful that any new jumpers or coats or maybe last year's jumpers or Halloween coats, they're not too tight, causing any constriction. And be careful that there isn't anything hanging off the jumper decoration wise. They might chew on or swallow or get caught around their legs or their neck. Um, and maybe if you're planning on asking your dog to wear a costume, maybe try it on a few times in the lead up to the big night just to ensure that the dog is happy and comfortable in the outfit. If your dog has the ears down, tail between the legs or goes quiet and doesn't seem to be his or her happy self, just abandon the costume. And if they are happy wearing the costume, just please don't leave them unattended with it on in case of any issues, such as chewing on it or getting a leg stuck in an armhole or anything like that that would lead to, to trouble. Um, and then I fall down to kind of the medical stuff then. Um, to touch on really is, I suppose, the as you said before, the dangers to our dogs during this time. So um, there's a few things that we need to be really careful of around this time of year. So a common thing we see around this time of year is curious dogs eating things they shouldn't. So very often we have dogs come in that have eaten the barn brack, which we know is toxic to dogs due to the high level of raisins in it. Um, just a reminder that raisins, chocolate and a lot of sweets can be toxic to dogs. Be very, very careful of a chemical called xylitol. This is now found, it used to be mainly in sugar-free and low-calorie sweets, but they're now adding it to loads of sweets and even ch different chocolates and different things. And this is really, really toxic to dogs. Um, if you have children, make sure they don't leave their sweets lying around anywhere that's accessible to the dog and hang up the treat bags or bags of purses really high so your dog definitely can't get to them. And just for example, you know, you know, those, like, those icebreaker chewy gums, they contain two grams of xylitol per piece. That's enough to really, really make a small dog sick. And it wouldn't take much more to make a large dog sick. So 
really be mindful of that. Um, be careful then of lollipop sticks, sweet wrappers, um, that the, you know they're tasty. Um, potato bags that dogs might stick their heads into, then they can you know get them trapped on their heads and you know potentially suffocate. Um, small parts of Halloween toys and costumes that, that might be swallowed, they'll all cause choking or blockages, things like that. Um, so really just keeping all festive food out of the way of our nosy dogs. Um, and then there's plenty of dog treats on the market. So if you want to give your dog a Halloween treat, then do go for a safe dog treat. But do be careful not to overdo it. Um, many of these treats and processed foods and even just too much human food, they can cause things like gastroenteritis and pancreatitis, which is really painful and causes vomiting and diarrhea. And even like watch out for the bits of the pumpkin maybe that are left over from carving. All those things are, you know, they're curious dogs will, will swallow them. They'll pull them out of the bin. And um, so all that's different for your dog's tummy could cause an upset. So just be really mindful of that. And then things like common things like, you know, we, we often have loads of candles lighting around the house during Halloween. Waggy tails can knock them over or excited dogs jumping up on the table can knock them over and cause burning or fires, you know, God forbid. And then watch out for electrical wires and cables that are coming out of decorative lights or decorations. They probably seem really new and interesting. And dogs love to chew on new and interesting things like this. So really careful that we don't cause electric shocks or burns. Um, around this time of year, there's a lot more batteries around and battery power decorations. But if a dog finds batteries, they might be tempted to chew on them. Or, you know, like if, if, if a battery power decoration is making funny, gooey noises, the dog might try and attack that decoration, knock it over or play with it even. And the batteries might fall out and then your dog has them in the mouth. So this can cause quite serious chemical burns to the inside of the mouth and down the throat um, if your dog chews on them. So if you do, God forbid, find your dog chewing on batteries, you need to rinse that mouth out over and over and over again, 10 to 20 times, removing as much of the chemical as possible, diluting it as much as possible. And um, when batteries are chewed, they make kind of a fizzing noise. So you might be sitting on the sofa and if you hear that fizzing noise, investigate straight away. That's probably your dog chewing batteries. So um, and then obviously, if your dog swallows batteries, that is very, very serious. Call your vet straight away. And um, then those other things like uh, glow sticks, they're really commonly used during Halloween. Um, and the liquid inside those sticks is toxic to your dog if chewed. Same advice applies with the batteries. Wash the mouth out over and over again um, and make sure you've rinsed them out really well, getting rid of all that chemical. Um, and then I suppose we all, if you have a very busy house with visitors and kids running in and out, treats and decorations everywhere, it might be next to impossible to ensure your dog is safe from all the risks. While like you want to enjoy yourself as well and spend time with your kids and all that and take part in all the Halloween fun. So if this is the case and your dog is worried or you're worried about your dog, maybe pop them into a quiet room upstairs or somewhere where they'll be safe out of the way during the excitement where you can leave them in a room, a nice quiet room with the radio on, a do not disturb sign on the door or lock the door that no one's going to let them out. They're not going to get into trouble and you can relax and enjoy yourself knowing that your dog isn't going to eat anything, get electric shock or run away or get scared. Um, so I suppose Halloween is a really fun time for us, but it can be really stressful for our pets. So it's really important that we do all we can to make them feel at ease during this time and avoid them getting ill. And um, so if your dog just chew something, eat chocolate, sweets, any vomiting or diarrhea, give your vet a call. If you know your dog is anxious around this time or scared of loud noises in general, please prepare in advance if possible um, by doing some desensitization work or getting, you know, your you know, getting your calming medications on board. Um, so I hope that really helps. And I hope that by, you know, using some of these tips, your dogs will have a really happy Halloween and you'll enjoy yourselves too. Fantastic, Ashley. And once again, thanks for all that advice. And thanks for joining us today. And a very happy Halloween to you and all the tree vets as well. Thanks, Sarah. No bother. See you soon. See you soon. Do you have a pet in need of a vet? Or do you need some health advice for your four-legged friend? 
whether it's for a regular checkup, microchipping, vaccinations, or critical urgent care, you can rest assured knowing that your pet is in loving hands at Treaty Veterinary Clinic Limerick and Shannon. Providing care for your pet since 1986, at Treaty Vets, your pet is our priority. Call our 24-hour number 061-328-511 or make an appointment through our website www.treatyveterinaryclinic.com or find us on Facebook or Instagram, Treaty Veterinary Clinic. Proud sponsors of the Health Hub on the Big Bark. Okay, and we're back. And a big thanks there to Dr. Ashley Bugler from Treaty Veterinary Clinic, as always, for her tips on keeping her doggy safe at Halloween. Now, i got to say, I'm a bit surprised at the reggae music, especially like the likes of Bob Marley playing, and it can actually calm dogs down. I really must look into this one a bit more. But for some reason, I just had this image in my head right now of Roxy sitting there in like one of these little Jamaican caps, like listening to some Bob Marley and just being pure chill out with a bong in front of her. That's just all I can imagine is Roxy there with a bong in front of her and being pure chilled out, pure like stone ahead on her. And I know a lot, like plenty of people love a bit of Bob Marley. Um, but it does have that kind of association there. Jesus, what was that? Something just got into my house. So it's now time, I suppose, for another spooky story of that. And this one is more of a legend than a story. And it's the legend of the black dog of Newgate Prison. So I thought I'd share this little one with you. Came across it online. Uh, because I'll be honest with you, not many of the things that we've seen come in have been overly amazing so sorry lads there won't be any uh prizes or anything given away for those because jesus some of these are some of the stories we got in a terrible anyway the black dog of newgate prison so so the black dog of newgate prison so in 1596 a new prisoner arrived at newgate prison in london Luke Hunt was to some a scholar, to others a sorcerer, and a few whispered that he was a wicked warlock. Famine had raged the land, and the food supply to the prison faltered. And it's a bit creepy, but the prisoners had started eating each other in a last effort to stay alive. So Luke Hunt was taken, and they feasted on his flesh. Shortly after this heinous act, or heinous, is that how you pronounce it? I don't know. A spectre of a monstrous black dog started to visit the prison. The inmates were convinced it was the sorcerer's prison, or the sorcerer's spirit, coming after them. So they took matters into their own hands and started killing everyone who had partaken of Luke Hatton's flesh. And before they killed them all, some of them escaped. And it is actually said that this black dog tracked them all down who had escaped and ended their lives. So we all learn a valuable lesson. Hungry prisoners should not eat each other, lest they might be hunted down by the great black dog. I suppose let's take another one as well. Uh, so this is a very interesting one. Uh, the Hound of the Baskervilles. Another black dog. And it's the most famous story about a black dog. It's the Hound of the Baskervilles. And it's written by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. 
And it also features Sherlock Holmes, England's most famous detective. So the black dog with red glowing eyes, the hound, kills members of the Baskerville family, or so they say. And when Sherlock Holmes is called in, he investigates the case with his good old buddy, John Watson, that fella, who is no more detective than you or me. He finds that there is indeed a hound, but a man controls it, so there's actually nothing supernatural about her in the end. And unfortunately, in the end, ah shit, the dog dies. The hound gets killed. And the real criminal drowns in the mire. Why did the dog have to die if someone else is controlling it? Like, seriously, dog training. Dog training, people. You can train this behavior over dog. Ah, sure, look. I don't know. You'll never know, lads. You'll never know. But that's our three short stories, anyway. And I suppose, like, you know, it's, uh, it's, you know, there's, there's all these stories out there. And... Sure, it's a... Seriously, what is in my house? What's in my house, lads, at all? At all? This is kind of freaking me out now. So I think what we're going to do here in a moment is we're going to do our Big Bark Spooky Show House. So, yeah, uh, just a quick word maybe from our sponsors there first. And, you know, just take a, take a quick break. Are you tired of using low-quality bags to pick up after your dog? Do you get dog poop all over your hand when cleaning up their mess? What you need is a Mutt Mitt, a strong two-ply bag that makes it super-duper easy and hygienic to pick up your dog's waste. Check it out on MuttMittsIsland.ie. Mutt Mitts. Better than a bag. Proud sponsor of the Big Bark Podcast. Alright, so now we're going to do our little, uh, I suppose our show house, our spooky show house. So let's see what we have here. Uh, okay, first of all, to Trails and Tales, the best dog walkers in Limerick. No idea who that comes in from, but thank you for sending that in. Moanlene Vets, for always looking after my little baby, that comes in from Kira. Holistic Hound, huge thanks for their amazing products, that comes in from Andrew. Uh, Glasnevin Doggy Daycare, that's another anonymous entry. And Pet Stop in Black Rock is a fabulous store. And indeed from us, a Big Bark Spooky Show how to all the Pet Stop stores in Ireland, particularly the guys here in Limerick, who do look after our own doggies so, so well here. And let's see, a few of our own show hosts too as well now. From entries, I suppose, to our calendar, we have Behi, owned by Noah Daly, Sally, owned by Rachel Allen, Annette Duhigg and Bailey, uh, Shrek, which is owned by who's owned by Claire Finch. We have Bo and Sarah Sullivan. And who else have we got? We have Teddy and Daniel Liston. We have Shuri and Gina Cattle. Eva Breslin and Rua. Lauren Dahney, uh, Lexi and Holly. And let's see, we'll do two more. We have Trisha Redmond and Jim. Trisha is a big fan of the podcast here, I know that. And we'll do one more, and we'll do more shouts in next week as well. So we have Ashen Ruff and Molly. So that's all our shout-outs for this week, guys, and delighted that we'll be able to do that. Now, we're going to be doing this on a weekly thing now, so be sure during the week that you get your shout-outs into us, who you want to say hello to, whether it's your, if it's your, like, doggy that you want to say hello to, or if it's your, 
uh, pet business that you use, or any doggy business at all that you support locally, and you know it's like it's all the all the all the fun of it now. And don't forget, we're in the we're in the run up here to uh, what was that? Well, 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 another another spooky sound effect there. Don't forget, we're continually spooky sound effects to our show today. And if you hear them, if you hear them all, be sure to let us know on our Instagram page what the four spooky sound effects are. We don't have much to go on the show, so there's only one more spooky sound effect to actually comment as well. Uh, what I do want to talk a bit more about now that Halloween is now going to be out of the way is our calendar. Don't forget, you have until the 31st of... October to get your photos in for the calendar. That's only two days, guys. If you don't have them in by then, I'm sorry. But, well, that's it. We won't be extending that deadline. I don't believe we can because we're very close as it is to trying to get these sent off and printed. Pre-order prices go up as well on the 1st of November, so don't forget that as well. And... Uh, so far, I think we have about 50 or 60 doggies entered so far. Let me just double check that because I, I had that up there a moment ago. And let's see. So far, what have we got? We have, I believe we have around 60 so far, which is great. Great to see it. And we have like, yeah, probably closer to 70. I reckon we're going to have maybe around 100. So it won't be the 150 that we had last year, I wouldn't reckon. But we have, like, doggies to come from the two charities as well to enter as well for that. So thanks to everyone who has entered and who has pre-ordered so far. Keep those pre-orders coming in. And it will be, it will definitely be worth it in in the long run. Like, it's so much money going to be raised for these two wonderful charities. And that's what we're hoping for. It's all for Haven Rescue and for DSPCA. So we're really hoping that everybody can get behind that and get the photos of their doggies in. So that way we can get the pre-orders in too. We can get the calendars order quickly. And we can get them out to you. Because you know that is what you all want. You all want the calendars. So that's pretty much it. Uh, if you want the link. It's Santa Paws at the Big Bark. Santa Paws dot the Big Bark. I should say dot E. And yeah. it's um Look it's been uh, quite a good show. It's been pretty good. Happy about it. And, you know. What? What? Oh, Jesus, that's the scariest sound ever. Told you I had a terrifying sound in there for you, lads. If you didn't get that, let's just play it again. Let's listen to how horrible a sound this is. That's, that's the stuff of my nightmares, lads, that kind of sound. Everyone wonders, like, oh, when are you going to have kids? And I was like, that is from my nightmares right there. Apologies to any parents who find that offensive. But, um... Actually, no apologies needed because I, I, I find that sound, if I ever hear, very scary, very... I, I, I run away from those sounds. I, I won't run away from, like, a big Alsatian growling or a big Rottweiler growling and like showing us tea and foaming at the mouth of me and, like, about to kill me. I'd be like, oh, who's a cute puppy? Well, when I hear that sound, I... I leg it. I run. Because, you know, like... It's, it's just... It's... It's... Horrifying. It's absolutely horrifying to hear that. So, you've heard our four sounds. Our four, three fairly scary sounds and one absolutely terrifying sound. It's, you know, good show. Great show. 
And that is all for us from to, for today. And don't forget, if you want to follow us on social media, you can do so over Instagram, TikTok, and where else? Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. We don't use Twitter anymore because it's useless since Elon Musk ruined it. Um, and yes, santapause.bigback.ie for the calendar and... Oh, yes, the photo competition for the cover. Your doggy could be the cover dog as well. All details on our website, santapods.thebigbat.ie. To hear all this and all previous episodes, please go to thebigbat.ie. Catch us on Spotify. Are you on, on Sorry about that. Catch us on Spotify, on Instagram, or Spotify, on iTunes, and all your normal, usual podcast platforms. And that is all for me for today. So... Well, have a great week and happy Halloween. The big bark with the latest of the canines. The big bark, all the doggiest of headlines. With your host, Dara, Millie, Roxy, and Bruno. They're the kind of dogs that you know. It's time to talk about health, nutrition, training. Talk with canine professionals, owners, and dogs. It's the big bark, the big bark.